From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Friday the 29th of April. Good afternoon. Today we're going to be discussing some of the biggest stories around the world, including Montenegro's new government and the delay of post-Brexit border checks in Britain. We'll also be answering today's big question. What does Russia's new nuclear brinkmanship actually mean? But first, let's talk about yesterday's attacks on Kyiv. We're now more than two months into the Russian invasion in Ukraine, and it seems that Russian hostilities aren't likely to end anytime soon. That's because Russian forces continue to bombard Ukrainian cities, with it being reported yesterday that their attack on Kyiv took place while the UN Secretary General, Antonio Guterres, was in the city. In fact, this attack reportedly took place only an hour after President Zelensky and Guterres held a press conference together. In total, around a dozen people died in these attacks on the capital, with some being trapped in the rubble of buildings. While visiting Ukraine, Guterres surveyed the damage done to villages surrounding the capital, as well as condemning the attacks on cities, such as Bucha. On the day of Guterres' visit, Russian forces also bombarded a number of other cities in Ukraine, not just Kyiv. So it seems that there's no sign of things coming to an end just yet. Let's cross the world but stay on the same topic, because President Biden has reaffirmed the US's supports for Ukraine today by pegging $33 billion to support Kyiv's war effort. This money would be used to finance military, humanitarian, and economic assistance, although the president did want to make clear that the money should not be seen as the US attacking Russia. This is likely because, in recent days, Putin has tried to instill fear in the West about the possible repercussions of an attack on Russia during the Ukrainian invasion, by saying that Russia will have a lightning-fast response to any such attack with some interpreting this as a reference to Russian nuclear weapons. It's not just all about the military, though, because the deal that Biden's proposed provides $20 billion in military aid, $8.5 million in economic aid, and $3 million in humanitarian aid. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your everyday routine. Or you can just search for us in your podcast app to listen along. It's just been announced that the leader of the British Virgin Islands has been arrested in a sting operation conducted by US authorities for alleged drug smuggling and money laundering. Andrew Fari, who is the premier of the British Overseas Territory in the Caribbean, agreed a $700,000 payment to allow cocaine to be trafficked through a British Virgin Islands port on the way to the US, at least according to the charges. Unfortunately for Mr. Fahi, though, the member of Mexico's Sinaloa drug cartel that he did the deal with was actually an informant. So he, along with two others, were arrested at Miami airport by drug enforcement officers. Governor John Rankin, who is the Queen's representative in the territory, first revealed the news that Mr. Fahi had been arrested and said that I realise this will be shocking news for people in the territory and I would like to call for calm at this time. Coming back to Europe, Montenegro's parliament have appointed a new government focused on joining the EU, nearly three months after the previous government was toppled in a no-confidence vote. 
The new minority government brings together pro-European and pro-Serb parties from the centre-left to centre-right, and the country will now be led by their 36-year-old former deputy prime minister, who also leads the socially liberal Green Party. The new prime minister listed five priority areas for his government, fighting corruption, sustainable investment, EU integration, sustainable development, and environmental protection. He'll likely be hoping that these policies allow him to get off to a good start, because the previous government, who fell in a no-confidence vote, left a number of issues on the table for the country. The slowdown in EU integration, the pandemic response, the influence of Serbia and the Serbian Orthodox Church, and much more. Not everyone's happy though, with two opposition blocs who dominated the previous government boycotting the vote on appointing the new one. Finally, it's been announced today that Jacob Rees-Mogg, the Brexit Opportunities Minister, has decided to, for the fourth time, delay full post-Brexit border checks from the EU, claiming that enacting it now would cost £1 billion and would further exacerbate the cost of living crisis. This decision has frustrated some business owners though. They've been preparing for this deadline as they did with all of the others, something that now looks like wasted time, effort, and money. Some businesses have even said that they'll be seeking compensation from the government, and it seems like they have some time to submit those complaints, because the deadline for post-Brexit border checks has now been moved back all the way to the end of 2023. Some, such as the British Veterinary Association, are frustrated with this decision though. They've argued that due to the effectively open border, dangerous animals and plants could be coming across the border, which is certainly dangerous for the UK and appears not to deliver on the core promises of Brexit that we first heard about all those years ago. That's all we have time for on YouTube today, but if you want more, including our answer to today's big question, what does Russia's new nuclear brinkmanship really mean, then be sure to check out the extended version of the daily briefing over on Nebula. Nebula subscribers not only get everything you've already watched ad-free, but also get an extended version of the show every single weekday. Available to watch on Nebula or to stream on your podcast app of choice. So if you want to support the channel and get an even more extensive briefing every day, then you'll want to sign up. And there's good news. Our friends at CuriosityStream, the streaming service with some of the world's best documentaries, is offering a deal whereby you can get both platforms, CuriosityStream and Nebula, for less than $15 a year. That's all the documentaries you could want on CuriosityStream, and then more TLDR on Nebula, including the extended briefing, other full exclusive TLDR videos, and, well, it's always ad-free too. Click the link below to get both services for less than $15 a year and support the channel.